Blog Talk Radio. So I was a spy. I've saved the world multiple times over since then. My daughter has been dead and come back to life twice. I've been dead and come back to life at least three times. The WSB needs to let me off. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is David for Take2Radio Something Review, your acting co-host. And with me, joining me, I have my very best friend, Anthony. Hey, 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 hey. And I hope we're getting candid soon because it's just the three of us. And I do have an announcement. If you didn't hear it, you can now catch us on Audible. Catch us on Audible? Well, David, how would we go about doing that? I don't know. you got to go. I'm not sure how. <laughs> you caught me off guard there. <laughs> Well, I will tell our listeners, if if they have one of the A-ladies, as I like to call them, because if I say the name, um, two, possibly three of them will start answering, Um, all you have to do is ask, play the latest episode of Take Two Radio Soaps. Once you're in that latest episode, you can always hit, uh, you can always ask to play the previous episode, the previous episode. I believe it goes back about 15 episodes. Um, as well as you can click follow on the Audible page for Take Two Radio Soaps, and then you will be alerted whenever a new episode drops, which is usually the there she is. second and fourth Monday of the month. There she is. Yeah, second and fourth. Oh, hi. I, hi, Candace. Did you hear that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we were on Audible. I want Candace. <laughs> My sweet, fun Candace. <laughs> Welcome back, baby. Hey, hey. What's How you up? been, girl? Oh, well, I would have been a whole lot better if, you know, certain strike was over with. You know? Yeah. Um, actually, two, actually, two strikes. Because this would have been the week of the daytime Emmys. Yep. It was. So, well, David was asking me if I had any soap news, and I was telling David, and for some of you who follow me on social media, you know this is what's what we call convention season, um, and I am part of the Blind and Low Vision community, so I am in the midst of three different conventions, one that just passed and two more that I'm preparing for. So the only news that I have, most of you probably already know, but Adam, Adam House will be reprising the role of Nicholas Cassidyne for 12 episodes. Um, 
Of course, we all know about Walt Willie, and I think we'll get into that in a moment. But, Candice, do you have any hot breaking soap news for us? I mean, the only soap news that I have is, well, first and foremost, congratulations to Matthew Atkinson, a.k.a. Thomas. Him and his lovely girlfriend are now engaged. So, sorry, folks. Matthew's off the market. It's okay. Oh, shucks. But congratulations. We're going to get through this together. Um, Also, (laughs) regarding the strike, because uh, this is kind of confusing, so I'm going to break it down to you guys. So as we yep. all know, we're still in like week seven or eight with the writer strike. And by the way, we, we, yeah, we support the writers. Um, yes, we do. Also, there was a unanimous vote for the SAG union to go on strike, which will be affected just July 1st. But they're going to do another vote, just, you know, and everything. Here's the deal. But there's been a little glitch. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's not a glitch. This is this is one of those things where you're just going to be scratching your head because follow me, follow me as I tell you this. So Go ahead. July 1st will be the SAG Afron strike, you know, but it will not. And let me really clearly say this: it will not affect the daytime actors because this is this is. There was an agreement, sort of like a protection bubble for daytime actors as well as, like, if they do game shows and and whatnot. And it lasts until 2025. Now, I know what you guys are saying, but don't the daytime actors pay the same fees as SAG? You're right. They do. Why aren't they a part of the SAG SAG union? I don't know. That's another question for another day. And y'all know I'm going to find out, right? Okay. Now, as far as audio podcasts and new medium productions, check this out. Shows like your favorite, Forever and a Day, hi, uh, cannot record any future episodes until the SAG strike and the Writers Guild strike is over with. Because you have an agreement. yeah, well, they have it's a new it's a new medium agreement that again, like it doesn't protect. It's pretty much again any SAG actors who are on a union and everything else like that. It's it's sort of the same as prime time. But again, I don't understand why the dates. I feel so bad. Like when I tell y'all that I feel bad about this, I I really do feel bad about this. Like. Because I'm so, mm. I'm I'm over here, and Anthony, you probably are feeling the same way too. That I'm like I'm really trying to figure out why do these daytime actors pay the SAG fee if they're not mm-hmm. a part of the SAG? Like, okay, let's let's go there. The SAG Awards, the SAG Awards are string actors. So, so why isn't daytime being recognized with that? They pay the same okay. fee and all that stuff, right? Okay. Then you got the strike. I feel when I tell you, I feel so like erg about this. I feel erg about this. Like, like, is that a word? Let me let me jump in here for a minute and and shine just a little bit of light because I like you am baffled on most of this. But there's one piece that I actually do know. Um, I wrote a paper years and years and years ago. 
So in the mid-'80s, in the height of, you know, the soap opera adventure, um, mm-hmm. game shows also, there were, you know, dozens more game shows on TV than, than we have now. Um, there was a deal that was struck with SAG that it um, basically shielded all five-day-a-week scripted productions, and game shows count as scripted productions. So it was basically to shield so that if and when, you know, various unions went out on strike, um, your daily content would not be affected. Yeah. In the mid-2000s, I think it was like 2006, right before the last big writer strike, they amended – they amended a lot of those rules and yet didn't include the daytime soaps in any of those amendments. And the kick is, daytime soaps are actually eligible for SAG awards, but it is a, a, a custom that they don't put daytime soaps up because it's too much content, it's too recognizable, et cetera, et cetera, to go against weekly scripted shows. So it's not that they can't submit themselves. It's sort of just a a, a customary, we won't do this to to set the bar, to keep the bar fair. Um, Hopefully, you know, honestly, I'm on the fence on whether I want SAG to strike or not. But if they do, it will be the perfect time to kind of reset the game. And here's the deal. For, you know, for those of you out there online who are lamenting the writers, let me ask you a question, okay? Candace, let's just do a hyper, uh, hyperbole hypothetical, right? Okay. Candace, you, you, you work with chilling, right? And, and mm-hmm. you go five days a week, right? Mm-hmm. And you give mm-hmm. your all, and you make a certain salary, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you found out in the state of, let's say, not far from you, let's say West Virginia, just, just for the land sake. In uh-huh. the state of West Virginia, it's, it's union guaranteed or whatever guaranteed that this person who does the same job as you and get has, more money than me, you know, almost double the benefits and is making a hell of a lot more coin. How are oh, you, you better believe? Oh, you better believe him raising my voice. It's actually what's going and on right now. You know what? It's funny, Anthony. Here's here's the funny thing. I'm gonna tell you something. It's, it's funny that you say this because. Um, <clears throat> California, Virginia, Maryland, Florida, and I'm saying recently had a child care worker strike. Yeah, that's what yeah. Happened. That's what actually happened, okay? And the, the and it was also a part of the teachers union because again, child care providers are not glorified babysitters. Let me say that for the people in the back, they're not babysitters, okay? And so basically, that's what it was because DC. Actually, for teachers and childcare, they are the, the 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 place that actually has more benefits and also higher pay for childcare teachers. So, like you just said, every you know everything that you're just saying is like, okay, you're busting your butt five days a week, sometimes even on weekends, and sometimes even after the eight-hour shift, right? And you're not getting the recognition, but somebody else who's doing the same thing as you is getting way more. You go ahead and you raise your voice because here's the thing, and then I'm going to get back to the to what's happening here. Back in 2007, okay, that was I think that was the last writer strike, right? 2007, 2008, that TV season, everything. 
We did not have Netflix. We did not have Amazon. We did not have, you know, all of these streaming services. And that's what's the, the pinnacle of this whole thing is that, again, you have streaming versus networking versus, and, yes, we'll put it in there, digital, digital slash audio. Everybody is trying to put out the same content, but sadly, one division is not getting paid as much as another division, which is doing the same thing. There's higher-up CEOs who are just like, you know what, not our problem, not our business, but guess what? It is your place and it is your business, Netflix. Um, sorry, I got a call. Netflix because of what they did this weekend. Um, but as you saw last night, for those who saw the Tony Awards, by the way, congratulations to all the winners last night. Um, yeah. We had some personal, personal, personal connections on that one. Um, you saw how the writers make a difference with the awards. Even though it was, it, I'm going to be mm-hmm. honest, I love what they, how they said it. It was like, you know, if we didn't have a script, that's because we don't have no writers. And without the writers, we don't have really a show. So all in all, here's the thing. Without writers, you don't have a show and you don't have a movie. Without the actors, yep. you have nothing. You really don't mm-hmm. have nothing. And, yes, I know some people are feeling a certain type of way that the DGA, which is the Directors Guild Association, they, they, they met their requirements. They agreed. Everything is fine. Some people feel as though the DGA turned on the rest of the union and stuff like that. That's not the case. Yeah. Because here's the thing, and Anthony and David, I think, Anthony, <clears throat> you know, David, I, I know you didn't know. Directors make a little bit less yep, you, than what you I remember think. you talking. Um, yeah, I make less than writers. Yeah, and, 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 and as far as it goes for, like, television, because that's, the, that's another argument, is obviously filmmakers like a Steven Spielberg is going to make more and more than a than, – um, uh, uh, give me a director on TV, y'all, real quick. Oh, oh crap, now crapping out on the person, too. Jimmy Previn. Jimmy yeah, thank you. Devin Dream. Hey, Jimmy, Obviously, because Steven Spielberg is a top, you know, but they both are doing the same thing. They're directing. However, you know, you have, again, studios and streaming and networks. So it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty much, I'm going to break it down. It's a financial situation. It's respect. It's, uh, this is how, how the order goes. Respect, financial and they just and trust and believe y'all, they do not want to continue with this strike. They really don't. They really don't. And yes, this will affect some of your favorite shows. And I mean, it's already affecting uh, the fall season. I, I, you know, again, you know, a lot of these networks already put out their quote unquote fall season so far, midsummer slash fall season. And if you haven't seen it. It's pretty much reality TV. It's stuff for ABC. ABC is going to do Albert Elementary reruns. But the new season probably won't start until the end of this year. And if you're wondering how it's going to affect daytime, like I said, we got, I don't know, and that's another thing. We don't know who went over to where, but we know what days is Fran and Jeannie, Fran Myers and Jeannie Ford, most likely. So that material won't be until later this year because they, they were starting – because Ron did write up till December. But after that, that's all, the, you know, 5-4. So Ron Josh isn't 5-4? Nope. I thought Not he anymore. was 5-4. Not anymore. Oh. 
Yeah, he the only him. one, the only writer currently on the soaps that's F core is Josh Griffin. Okay. So like yeah. Bo, Bo will probably you see they got material that probably around like mid July, early August for them. General Hospital, I think, um, based off of what they said at the convention yesterday, they're going to be going like I think July, August as well. So. It's, trust yeah, they're into the first week of August. Yeah. So let me let me let me break in and give you this. What I know mm-hmm. is General Hospital is into the first week of August. Bold is into the third day of the last week of July. Um, yeah. Peacock is in an interesting situation, and it there is. is a rumor, not a not a confirmed fact, but there, there is a rumor that there is storyline breakdown written well into the beginning of next year. And so even though they're not written scripts, Mm -hmm. there is a, there is a loophole that if the story, I don't understand it and it's, it's still in rumor form, but if it's true, they would be able to stay in production until early next year, which means we might not get affected with days at all. I also heard a rumor that Bold was considering going to a live improv format and doing some sort of dream sequence, taking out of the scripted where they are and doing some kind of improv adventure to keep fresh episodes on. I don't know how that would be. Well, first of all, I don't know how that would work. We got some feedback. Wait, hold on. Oh, all right. Okay, go ahead, Anthony. All right. Um, if that if that came to pass, that would be one of the most innovative moves in daytime history. So we're all going to have yeah. to stay tuned, but folks, you can count on both until the last week of July, General Hospital, until the first week of August. We're not really sure. No, they, I haven't seen anything. Have you seen anything, Candace, on, on Young and the Restless yet? I mean, Young Russell is going to go through because Josh Griffin can, is writing. Like he's straight. Like the, the strike really, the yeah. strike really does not affect Young and the Restless at all. Like out of all the shows, okay. because Josh Griffin is Farquhar. So, you know, yes, he is the solitary well, of daytime television. But what about his writer? So he would have to literally write each script all by himself. Uh huh. Oh girl, because oh, yeah, Amanda, because so. Amanda, Amanda is a part, because Amanda is a part of the union. That's why yeah, they let go of sure. all the breakdown writers because they were trying to, you know, with all of this, like yeah. So that's why I literally say Josh Griffin is the Tyler Perry, and yes, I know Tyler Perry has done some good, but Tyler Perry also writes a lot of his stuff by himself. So Josh Griffin is seriously the sole writer, and. And um, and uh, Young Russell. There's no breakdown right Well, God, so. God bless him. So, yeah. <laughs> we ask our fans out there, you know, maybe not make your own individual posts, but when you see some of this, some of these slamming posts out there, you know, refer them to this episode of Take Two Radio, folks. Now on Audible, by the way. Uh, let me plug that one more time. Now on Audible, by the way, ask your device to play the latest episode of Take Two Radio Soaps. Okay, plug well done. On Audible. Yeah, the re- <laughs> on Audible? Audible? Audible. <laughs> it's an honor to be on Audible. 
That should be that should be that should be the catchphrase right there. That should be the catchphrase. All right. So why don't we dive into General Hospital because I've been Lord, dying, dying to talk a bunch of things. But let's start with something interesting. Some think it's good. Some think it's like okay again. Walt Willie will be bringing Jackson Montgomery to Charles Canvas for for a wee bit little stint. Your initial reaction? I wonder how, and in, I wonder who he'll interact with. If it will be with the SEC thing, you think? Because he is a lawyer. What I mean, that, that looks to be, like, the easiest way to work him in, but, you know, there is quite... You know, Anna might need some, Anna might need some, and, uh, you, you know, and they definitely interacted on Canvas as Anna and Yeah, well, my children, yep. Yeah, um, so it might come in that, you know, the SEC is the easiest way to bring him in, but if they're looking for, a, you know, a wow factor, it would be something else. Um, hmm. I have a feeling that this is the first of a few that we're going to see in preparation for Primetime Prime Valley, which I Prime Valley, which I heard is now back on again. Candace, what are you hearing and what are you thinking? I haven't heard anything. I think some, so. people, cause some people was really surprised with what I said mm-hmm. with this answer. Here's the deal. I love Walt Willie. Um, in case y'all don't know, um, I like Walt Willie. And if y'all want to listen to the interview that we did with Walt Willie where I got called out for uh, no, <laughs> times, actually. Um, well, check me. out K2 Radio on Audible and all through the platform. Okay. <laughs> Darn you, Walt Willie. Uh, <laughs> look, here's the deal. I lo- like I said, I love Walt Willie, and I'm glad he's back on, on daytime. And I'm surprised, to be honest, that he's going on General Hospital. I'm going to tell you why. Um, this is one of the characters that really has his own identity, Right. He does. And he does. I feel as though over the general hospital, okay, over the general hospital, you do not have any all my children writers. Follow me where I'm going at with this. And okay. my main fear is is that they're not going to get the ascent of Jackson Montgomery, right? Unlike Nora Buchanan, when Nora Buchanan was over on general hospital. It was Nora. Like, we knew who Nora, like, it was Nora, right? It was the same Nora we saw in One Life to Live. And that's because you have people who understood the character, who who wrote for the character as well. With Jackson, I'm just a little worried about it because here's the deal. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be greedy. I'm going to be greedy. GH, I'm going to be greedy because I want to update on what's going on with my Erica Kane. I want to know what's going on with my Pine Valley peeps. Like, come on now. Like, we deserve that. But you know what, you DH, I know what you I know what you're gonna do. You're gonna have him be Drew's lawyer, aren't you? So that yeah. way he can he can say, You look a little bit familiar to me. <laughs> Inside joke. Then he's gonna probably see Michael E. Knight and says, you know, that man looks a tad bit familiar. <laughs> Watch all these jokes. I swear if all these jokes happen, GH, you're gonna let me down. I'm hoping I'm really hoping for a good visit from Jackson Montgomery. Obviously, I do. I, I'm not going to put it past GH to throw Cameron Madsen and Michael E. Knight, James Patrick Stewart, Kathleen Gotti. I would hope they put Fanola in him because of that history with all my children. 
But I wouldn't be surprised either if he knows if he knows Sonny. Because he's going to like, you look like a boy named Miko. I don't know. We're just, they're going to just play this beat. Um, but like I said, I'm, a, I'm 50-50. I'm 50-50 because here's another reason. Yes, I understand the agenda to see if All My Children fans want All My Children back on ABC. Clearly we do because it was trending over the weekend again, obviously. But I'm going to say something that I, I sometimes I'm just like, all right, General Hospital, you're celebrating 60 years. You mean to tell me you could not pull a lawyer that could represent whoever from your history, a la Dar Jenkins, Jennings, um, what was Dollar? Dollar, mm. you know, Tavis girl. You oh, couldn't Dollar, do that. Yeah. You couldn't. You couldn't do oh, for one time, one day only. Or, Rick Lansing, or even, or even, and this is what this is what I put out there on social media. Or even go all the way back and bring Sam in. Except oh, yeah. we unfortunately we lost Bobby Z, uh, Jackie Zeman a couple of right, weeks ago. Right. Yeah. But you know they, they, exactly. I mean, you I mean, add, like, can you imagine if this is the S, if this is the SC whatever and everything and Drew says like I have a lawyer and they say who it is. And then all of a sudden you see, oh, my God, like everybody's reaction, oh, my God, like Carly's reaction, like, you've got to be kidding me. And it's Rick Lansing. Come on now, GH. Now, that would have made sense because of the Drew-Rick connection because, let's remember, Rick did bring in Hayden to pose as Rick. You know, like, GH, it's not hard, but – I get it. I, I get it. Now, because I said this, ever since ABC got the rights back to All My Children One Life to Live, they are trying to, and they have successfully done it, made General Hospital the, the, the uber soap of ABC because you've had representation from Cornish, Pennsylvania, New York, Landis, Pine Valley, and, 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 and even Delia Ryan from, you know, stuff like that. But I just, York, yeah. you know, like I said, I'm hoping for a good outcome. I don't want this to be like, you know, I don't know. I just want, get, I'm going to milk this for what it's worth. That's what I want. But at the same time, I need some updates. I need to know what's going on with Erica Kane. Y'all better not say Jackson and her got divorced because I'm going to be mad. Well, I can't we guarantee that you're going to get the update on Erica Kane herself. But there was a little tidbit that came out of the convention this week that said we were going to hear about some of the goings-on in Pine Valley. So I'm thinking that Frank learned his lesson because people were really unhappy with the little tidbits that were dropped when Nora was there. You know, there there was room for... Um, you know, there was room for more of that. And it wouldn't have taken away from the general hospital storyline. You know, she mm-hmm. could have had a drink with Alexis or Diane, and they could have gotten into a little bit of conversation, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know how Frank's going to do it this time around, but there, the tidbit was dropped that we will be hearing a little bit about what's up in Pine Valley, which leads okay. me to believe this is the test case. Are they going to come? Are they going to come from daytime once a week at night and watch? Right. We shall see. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I All right, hope Candace, so. I, I, have been, been, yeah. I have been waiting to get on with you. 
first and foremost, I was talking with David before we came on, you know, before we came online. You know, this was not the villain send-off to end all villain send-offs. But I will give you, it was, it was, it was, you know, it was more than watchable. It, It was entertaining, but it wasn't what they, it wasn't the hype that they touted it up to be. However, in the wake, they done good. They done real good. Does the Anna storyline make literal, you know, literal line, you know, straight line from point A to point B sense? No. No. But I'm actually, no. buying, I'm actually buying into it. I'm having a little bit of fun with it. Um, however, you know, I think it might be time for a test recast of Robin. I do think so. Um, because, you know, enough of these little, you know, three-second end of conversations that Anna's having on the phone. Or she's gone for a couple of weeks and she comes back from visiting, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm having fun with that. I didn't like the Liesl Scotty breakup, and I do not like that after all that action they got, you know, they basically put Scotty on the back burner for, uh, yet again for a while. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. I understand. I understand that now, you know, you don't have Jacqueline Zeman, so y'all got to explain to us something on screen. Where is Carly's mama? You're going to have to give us an explanation at some point very, very soon. Um, we do know that, the, you know, with, <laughs> with all going on, we ain't getting a tribute episode anytime soon, which right, makes me got it today. very, very sad. But you know, well, and even if you gotta, even if you gotta write a quick little scene and insert it, you you, you gotta do better by your viewers, man. Yeah. Yeah, they gotta you know, do something. Bobby was there, 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 there. Now she's gone. Well, okay. You gotta so, give us a little explanation. Yeah. Here, I know. Today, tonight's episode yeah. was um, dedicated to Jackie. They had a little blurb at the end, and that was it. Well, okay. So let me just say this, because Lord Wright did, did shed some light that there was supposed to be a scene where, um, like, Carly was going to weigh her options about something, and Bobby was supposed to tell her something, but obviously they're not going to be able to do I mean, you know, they're going to have to rewrite it to, to that point. Oh, I remember that. Yep. Here's the, here's, here's the thing. Because I there's a writer strike... Yeah, because there's a writer strike going on, I'm gonna be completely honest. I want them to take their time and give me the true, true tribute for Jackie Zeman. Because what we do know is, is that because when I think it was Thursday's episode, um, or Wednesday's episode, where Elizabeth says that Bobby is doing two jobs at one time, but now because right. Elizabeth is the head nurse, now that leaves Bobby to do one job. <laughs> But, yeah, they're going to have to. But at the same time, I think because it's so fresh that they're going to take their time. And so I said by the end of this year, they should have a tribute for her. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, you don't want to, you don't want to rush it. And you want to try to see if you can get, you know, Lucas back. Cause yep, you do. You better. You need to, I mean, I doubt it, but if they some way, somehow can get Tony Gary back and say Luke was alive and he found out and I don't know. But get people that meant 
something to Bobby. Um, and then do the tribute. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want it to be, I don't want to, and this, not this, please, nobody take this to, to what I'm about. I don't want this to be a Stuart Damon. Oh, Because I'm still mad that y'all never did right with that. I'm still feeling a certain type of way about that. Me too. So, yeah. But I agree. They Because they're, they're doing the same thing with Bobby. I think they're going to do the same thing with Bobby as they're doing with Leslie Charleston, like with Monica. Is that we, you know, and yeah, down the line, we are going to need to know some things about what's going on. Like, you know, but yeah. Yeah. So, wait, did yeah. we lose Anthony? Nate, yeah, go ahead. I, I accidentally yeah. muted myself somehow. I have been talking. Oh. Sorry about that. Um, no, what I was saying was I, I absolutely agree, but, you know, they need to work in where is she? You know, give yeah. us a little tidbit yeah. because it doesn't make sense at this point that we were seeing her, you know, on a every two-week basis for, for lack of a better word, for the last couple months. And now suddenly she's gone again. You know, she right. went all the way to Jacksonville, Florida. Okay? You think wherever she is, she'd hop back on a plane and come home. So give us a little something just to explain it to tide us over. Because I agree with you. We need to see Lucas. We need to see quite a few good people. Um, I yeah. did see a recording of a piece of um, Lynn Heron and Finola Hughes. And it was uh-huh. really nice. Yeah. Really, really nice. Um, and that, <laughs> and that brings us to, oh, girl. Okay. Thank you, powers that be. Maybe you've been listening to Take Two Radio Soaps or whatever, but thank you for giving us a break from every damn day of Willow. David, I'm so sorry. I know how much. Don't be sorry. You still should be okay. there. I love the actress. I love the actress. I love I the actress. I, love the I actress. kept saying to myself day after day, okay, when is the flat line coming? Be no, all kidding aside. Um, I am not surprised in the least. I saw it coming from the moment the eavesdropping began. I knew. I didn't know exactly how, whether it was going to be slip and trip, dip, 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 but I knew Ned was going in a coma. Knew it. And I, <sighs> I ain't mad at you, GH. This time I'm actually not mad at you because I, I, I just feel this is building to, they're going to make, they're going to rectify the mistakes that they made along the way with the fallout of the storyline. And if that is the case, I'm so down for the ride. I'm sorry, what did they and Wally Curb. Candace, you, you know what? I'll say one thing. The big reveal. Candace, you want to, you, you want to jump in here? This is so stupid. Um, Okay, yeah. <laughs> when Ned when Ned was like and everything, I'm like, okay, for real, there's no lifeguard. So nobody cleans up. I'm like, okay, he found out the truth. I love that. I'm like, it can, I said it can't be this easy. It cannot be this easy for Ned to go and snitch nope. on Nina. There's no way. So when he hit his nope. head, I was like, Lord Jesus. I said, So Jesus, please take me now. Just take me now. Just go ahead and take me now. Take me out of my misery. Because, again, GH, I get it. I totally get what you're doing. I totally get it. 
But at the same time, I'm like, so he going to have amnesia? He ain't going to remember? I don't this know. This is like Stella. Stella can't remember. Right. Like, right. Anthony. If he comes back thinking that he is Eddie Mays. Eddie Mays. Oh, my God. Oh. I saw that, too. I saw that rumor. I saw that, too. I saw it, too. And I was like, I was like, you know what? No offense, GH. I love y'all. I really do. Sometimes. Y'all know y'all working my last nerves right now, right? But I swear to Jelly Beans, if y'all do that, this means that I need some people. I need, look. Yep. I'm going to need for y'all to reinvest in Gelexis then. Not, yeah, and not Gelexis, and and Ned and Alexis. If you're going to do this, let's go. But I can't see y'all doing it. That's the point. Like, it's, oh, D.H., what have we got? What okay. did I do to you? I'm going to give Ron, you? not Ron, I'm going to give Frank, Frank a little bit, Frank. Frank, come here. Come here, Frank. Come here. Pay, pay Frank, attention. Frank, I got Frank, something for you, right? Go to ABC and say, as soon as the writer's strike is over, go to it, or while the writer's strike is happening, so it's all in place right. when it's done. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, I'm going to need a little bit of coin. I'm going to need a coin purse here. You know, and maybe a couple of those Harry Potter, Harry Potter magic beans. I'm going to need something here because it's time for us to bring back the lowest. The lowest. Let's get Rena up back on canvas because think about how many storylines she could actually in, she could actually be inserted into. True. Not only the Ned thing, you know, um, it, 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 a little bit of foil for Elizabeth, uh, for Elizabeth, for Olivia, especially if they do decide to bring him back that he think he had a name for a couple of months. Um, it's Brooklyn's mother, Tracy versus <laughs> Tracy. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Tracy versus Lois. And, you know, I, I mean, it is almost a guarantee at this point with the, the amount of times the name has been dropped that Brenda's coming back is, you know, in the near future. So, you know, go to ABC and say, we need some coin. We need Rena, even if it's a limited, you know, six month contract, whatever it be. Let's, let's, let's go in that direction. If that's what you want to. I wouldn't be mad at it because here's, and I'm going to get into this later with Young and the Rustless. The problem that you're suffering right now is you're, 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 you're kind of doing it backwards by, all right, this is your 60th anniversary, and I'm going to keep harping on this. To me, all right, when, like last year when you did Chase being, you know, Eddie Main Jr., right, quote, unquote, Dan mm-hmm. and Chris, y'all said that that was y'all way of honoring Wally Kerf and, you know, for his years on General Hospital. I had an issue with that, but, I, you know, I said, okay, well, well okay, let's, let's go with that. With this, I feel as though, okay, Candace, did we lose Candace? She's still here. Wait, Candace. I think Blogspot is muting us. No, you're you're not mute. You're all online. I would put you back. All right, Candace. Max. All right. Let me see if I can we bring have... her back. All right. Well, in the meantime, folks. Um. Oh man, Candace. I have to say, I see all of what you're saying online. 
I hear you. What happened to Josh? What happened to Josh? What happened to Josh? Okay, I'm going to talk to you like I would talk to one of my friends in the club. Girl, Josh happened to Josh. Josh is exactly who a daughter of Hollywood ends up turning out to be. And, you know, they're playing the, the Carly Jason storyline, you know, 4.0. You know, they're bringing, they're rebooting the Carly Jason storyline with, with Joss and Dex. And Joss and Dex. And she's not that far different from the Joss that we know and love, except she's not a little girl anymore. She's a woman. She's made love. She's had a sex tape scandal. She, you, you know. She's not a snarky little girl anymore. She's a full-grown Carly 2.0. It's not what happened to Josh. Josh is exactly who we expected her to be. And, yeah. David, I, I know you are, yeah. are, are trying to work on getting Candace back. But let me ask you. Go ahead. Okay? Go ahead. And, and, and Candace can finish her point, but I'm going to throw one more thing out while I'm on this train. Folks, I'm going to say this one more time. I have put this on social media. I have put this all over the place. Y'all can hate Nina. I, I love to hate Nina right now because right now I don't like her. I don't like her at all. But I have had love for Nina since the character began. And I don't, I don't want to see her dead and gone. However, oh. I am going to say this and remind folks. She was coma for more than 20 years. Yes. So emotionally... Right. She is only like 28 years old. Yep. So, you know what? In a lot of ways, the way they're writing Nina, actually, emotionally speaking, is how that character should be written. If it's you pretty... can suspend disbelief okay. so we can have dead people come back, you can suspend your, oh, you know, nobody in real life would really do that. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. She's been coming for 20 years. All right, Candace, you're back, right, honey? Yep, I'm back. Sorry about that. All right. Finish your point, honey. Sorry so about that. So the point, it's okay. So a couple of things. One with this whole Ned thing, like I said, okay, if you're going to revisit Eddie Main and you can't get Lewis, you have Alexis. That's the, I mean, here's the thing. They have not known what to do with Alexis in like almost four years. Maybe three, three to four years. And then they get a man that they could actually do something with her. And then you right. give them a deadly disease. Exactly. Another one, and by the way. Him, well, even before that, you had the one guy, they had sex, he dies in bed. Neil. Darren, Neil. Neil Burns. We had high hopes yeah. for you, Neil. We had, we had hopes for I you, did. Neil. We, we had, and before that, we, you, you ruined your Lexus. I did. I, they I were mean, hot. They were hot, but Ned and Alexis. Yeah, that's, that's we can talk about that. So to me, if you're going to do this, do it right. Okay. Now, what does Carly mean? Wait, thing? I gotta say this before you go to your next point. And if y'all gonna do it, have her need to sneak into the mansion by playing a butler again. If you can do it with Lucy, you can do it with Alexis. Let her be a butler oh, for a couple of episodes. That would be, be such Dobson. a great throwback. Want to be Dobson again? Dobson, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be fine with that. I'll be fine with that. But, no, the thing is now with Nina versus Carly. Okay. I'm over it. I, okay. I and too. I get it. Because here's the thing. I agree. Nina, meant ha- the, the mental state of Nina is she's 20-something years old. 
So it's sort of like the, you know, the girls versus girls. You guys went to school, so y'all know what I'm talking about. It's like you have to one-up the popular girl, da-da-da-da, all that stuff. But at the same time, they're not, in a way, I think the writers forgot to put that point in, is that Nina, yes, she's 40-something, but hindsight, she's 20-something, right? They're not playing that point. And that's the problem, is that, again, we're looking at two grown women Yep. Doing the same thing. You have Carly who, I mean, regardless of who started and what, and the point is that it's still continuing to the point that Willow is still, okay, to the point that nobody's really faced any consequences yet. And the thing is, is that this SCC 90210, SCV, SUV, TV, 90, whatever, this is such a waste of my time because, okay, Let's look at the umbrella of it all. All right, Sonny. Sonny, no matter yep. what, will still protect Carly. It's, 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 it's a thing. They've been doing it for almost 30 years now. Okay. Then you got Carly and Drew acting like nobody can touch them. That they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Get over yourself, okay? All right. Then you got Nina. Nina feels as though this is the ultimate revenge for everything that Carly has done. Okay, Carly, here's the truth. You kept two. How many? Anthony? Two. Two attorneys from her. Okay? Not one, but two. Okay? Then let's go to Michael. Next, let's not go to Michael. Because uh. I, that, I don't know. Let's go to Jocelyn. Okay. Carly 2.0. No, no, wait. Before you go to Jocelyn, I'm going to give you the one sentence on Michael. I'm sorry. Actor himself, you, you're a great guy, I think. I'm not sure. You, you had some mess with Courtney and, and some mess with Kiki. But, you know, we, we don't like, dislike you as the actor, as the person. Okay? Kill him. Kill him. Yeah. Kill him now. Kill him now. Because I'm going to be honest. Here's the thing. With this storyline, you have ruined Michael to me. Because, again, all right, no, I'm just going to throw Michael and Jocelyn in before I get on Jocelyn's butt. Michael and Jocelyn, you do realize that Sonny has watched your butt since y'all were born, right? Like, he didn't have to. He didn't have to, but he wanted to, okay? He loves y'all so much. Michael, he he still lets you say, Carrasso's. He don't have to. He lets you. Josh, girl. You looked it. All right. He looked after now his, her. He looked after both of them. Now, here's the thing. I can understand if Michael and Jocelyn are doing all of this because of the sins of the father. Sonny got AJ, even though it was Ava, killed, right, murdered, whatever you want to call it, right? Jocelyn has a right to be mad at Sonny because her father still can't come out of the country. But again, Thank you, you. Play, you nobody remembers that. Right. You don't play those certain beats. Here's another thing. Okay, let's be honest. This is another thing I had an issue with, and, yeah, I'm going to bring it back up. Jocelyn, you should still be mad. Yeah, you should be mad at Sonny, but also your own father. Why? Because yep. your father is the reason that Nell came over to the Port Charles, okay, because she gave you a donor kidney. Okay, thank you for yep. letting me run that out. Okay, now. Miss Jocelyn, Miss Carly 2.0, I 
I always knew you was going to be like your mother. I always knew, I always knew when you used to wear corn all the time, you was going to be like your mother. But you have gone yep. over and above. And, Carly, this is what you get. Karma is a Because this was you. This is how you and Bobby were supposed to be if, you know, all that other stuff yeah. didn't happen. But karma, karma is a blessing, okay? Josh, well, you know, if this was Morgan, first and foremost, as soon as you said Morgan, I'm with Carly. I would have slapped you back into November of 2022, okay? Because I sure you would have bring yep. up, You wouldn't have done, no, we're not doing that, Josh, because, yeah, even though Sonny was technically not the real reason, but he was a part of it, you have no I, You know what, Josh? I hope somebody throws it in your face. You're the reason that Britt died. I need somebody yep. You're the reason that Britt died, and you're the reason that Cameron is gone. Gone. Right. So don't yep. act like you're, like, sitting pretty and everything like that. Now, Dax. Wait, Candace, let me go one more, because not many people have pointed this out. Josh. You are the real reason why Esme went after Trina. Oh, yeah, because that's true. Trina was the weakest link in the group, but she was really going after Josh. Right. And let me point out something, see. <sighs> see, this is where me and GH, we have our problems right now. Okay, Duck, General Hospital, listen to me, because clearly you do not know. What you're going to do. All right. On one side, G.H., I will applaud you. Let me give you a round of applause. Because you made a lot of people forget Dexter's true purpose other than being with Joss. Okay? So I'm going to give you points for, for doing that. But I'm not stupid. Because I always said, what is the real reason for Dex being in that orbit? What is Dex's purpose? Point blank, period. Why did he start working with Michael? What made him take on Michael's purpose? proposal. Why did Michael choose Dex? Okay, work with me, you fellas. Work to see where you where you where your mind goes at. Okay. When you want to see I don't want to even see, here's the thing. I want that, but I want see, I need for GH to remember to give me something to be like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Diggly dong. I can't believe that this is some good stuff right here, GH. I have not been able to do that in a very long time, okay? So this is why I said about Dex. You got a fresh character, a fresh character who's been there for a year now, a year, mm-hmm. okay? About. Most yep. of the year he's been with Jocelyn, okay? And that's fine because, GH, I will applaud you. You got some young couples on your soap. Much appreciated. But you still have not told me the real reason of Dex. Here's what you told me so far. Military. It's a military background. Okay, that's all he gave me. I need more. To me, when you had them say that Dex had the choice to leave and he chose to stay, that was my red flag. That was my flag. Anthony, you know what I'm talking about. You see where I'm going at with this. That was my red flag of why doesn't he leave the mob? Why doesn't he leave this? There's something fishy on this end. So I'm saying to myself, Candace, if you was a writer for General Hospital, and I've said this on Twitter, what would you do? I would have that be the one that snitched. The one that collects all the information and is working with the government or something like that to bring mm-hmm. down Sonny. But, G.H., you're not going to do that, are you? You're not. 
Because this is where I'm going to say this whole Carly Nina stuff is going to be. Yes, you got Ned who found out the truth. He was all so happy. Like, he was like, I'm going to tell the truth, the truth. Whoopsie, I fell and hit my head. Oh, shucks. Womp, womp, womp. Okay. Nina gets off again, right? All right. You got Carly and Drew like, okay, um, we got to do this. You got Drew over there saying, well, I'm going to go to jail. Scout doesn't remember me, so it won't matter if, if I'm gone from her. I can't believe they said that. CH, I'm going to need somebody to get I her. I could not believe that. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I have to jump in here, too. You can continue yes. in a minute, Candace. Candace, I cannot believe that they put that line into the script. I was. I, my you just saw dropped. my reaction. Like, seriously, mouth dropped. I was like, wait, let me. Wait, hold on. I said, I know he did not say, I'm gonna, I'll go to jail and I'll leave Scout behind because she doesn't know me. So That's it won't awful. affect her. That was and awful. I was like, see, this is why I need to be over at General Hospital. Because the whole purpose of Drew coming back to Port Charles was of Scout. Scout was the thing That's that true. kept him going. When he came to Port Charles, it was in dialogue. He's been hanging out with Scout. He's been having the sleepovers, going to dinner, ice cream stuff. So for y'all to say that Drew does not even, like, Drew would sacrifice his own daughter to do Carly's bidding for jail time, we've, we've now lost every ounce of hope for this character. No offense to Cameron Manson. I love you, man. But they need to let Drew go because at this point, it's like, and, and for those who say, oh, Steve Burton's so no, 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 no. This is clearly one of those where you have the character, you had something for him, and you lost your way with it because you have 5,000 other people to write for. And that's fine. It happens all the time. But for you to say, to have that character say that line, knowing darn good and well that's not the truth, and not only that, again, you're having him sacrifice yeah. himself and his children, his child, for this? No, 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 no. David, Candace, I have to break in for a minute. I am having a dog issue, my guide dog. Um, I will be back in a few minutes. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Continue with. I'm sorry. Be back soon. All right. But no, this is the this is the problem, GH. Like you have this storyline, and like I said, when you said that Sunny and Nina was going to get married this summer, that's why I was like, okay. G.H., you're doing this again. This is going to be your big, right. like, moment of the summer, quote, unquote, Sonny and Nina's wedding. Will they get to say I do or will they say I don't? Will Sonny, like, find something and start to yell at Nina and call her out every single name in the book? I like what he did to Claudia many years ago. Will Carly be sitting there? No. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, G.H. is playing these beats again. And I'm already prepared for the ultimate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel as though, first and foremost, let me just say this. Cynthia Rogers and Laura Wright, I've loved them since, obviously, John Light and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But to me, the storyline, it has to come ahead. It has to end this chapter. Because you throw everything. Right. Because this is not like a Dorian and Vicky. This is not like a Brooke and Erica Kane. This is not a Catherine and a Jill. This is not a Brooke and Stephanie. This, you see what I'm saying? 
Because when you have foods like this, there's more to just, it's just, okay, it started off with this, it ended with this, it ended with this, it ended with this, but now it's just, like, too much going on to the point that, okay, you're building all of this up. I better not be disappointed. And the thing is, I already feel disappointed. I am. I feel totally disappointed. I'm a little too. It's gone too far. It has. It's it's gone too far to the point where it didn't have to go too far. If that makes any sense. Like, I I don't know. Like, I'm literally wrapping my brain around, okay, so Nina gets found out and all that stuff, so then what? Like, in all honesty, like, yeah, then, what? then what? Because then you got oh. Willow. You have Willow. Is Willow going to forget? Like, is Willow going to forgive and forget? Like, I'm surprised at her attitude, too. I mean, I, it's I, over the top. It's too over the top. It, it's too much. It's like, okay, Willow, girl, I love you, too, but let's not forget what kind of person raised you. So the right. thing is, and not only that, you're dying. I would want to know Nina. Regardless of Carly, I would, I would want that. And Michael, of all people, you should understand how it feels to get to know your biological parent because that's what you did with AJ. You got right. to know him. You got that opportunity. Right. So, yeah. And, and my thing is, my thing is, and they're all saying this all over online, Reporting a crime is not a crime. Mm-hmm. Let Carly do her duty. I'm, I am just surprised that she said that she wants to take the responsibility. I'm glad they wrote that in for her. But I don't think, I mean, how much trouble do they want to give Nina for all of this, I mean, they're gonna. Are they gonna blame her for pushing Ned in? Are they gonna? Is she gonna try and go? Is she gonna try and go for uh, unhook him? Up? Is she gonna turn his support off? I don't know. I hope not, um, because seriously, and and you you agree with me, there. She is worth knowing. Wait a minute. We got some breaking news. But it's more so, okay, it's more so, it's more so with daytime, but also with, with game shows, because some of your favorite daytime actors have appeared on this show. Um, Pat Sajak is retiring. Yeah. I Um, I heard that earlier. Um, what about Vanna? Yeah, uh, Vanna will, I guess, will still be there. But uh, in a statement on Twitter, while the time has come, I decided that our 41st season, which begins in September, will be my last. It's been a wonderful ride. I'll have more to say in coming months. Many thanks to you all. Uh, Pat Sajak. So there you go, folks. Oh, it's wow. the end of an era. It's the end of an era. It is. Dang. Yeah, because, yeah. Oh, crap, oh, my. 
I can't yeah, yeah. Well, there's no point in me watching more. Sorry, man. I love oh, you, yeah. man. Hope you still with it. I still hope you you be there. Me too. So where were we? All right. Um, um, General Hospital. <laughs> yeah, it. we are still there, huh? Yeah, um, we're still there. So let's yeah. move, let's move on from Carly to Nina to this whole Esme Trina Spencer. Well, no, oh, actually, God. no. I want to go back. No, I want to go back because I this is okay. This was a bright spot on General Hospital for me. One of them is Elizabeth Weber is now head nurse of General Hospital. Yes, mine too. Um, she should have gotten more again, fanfare. What yeah. are we going to do? Well, here's the thing. I'm fine with what they did. This is one of those times where it didn't have to be a big woohoo. But I think fans, I think because, again, the writing, we thought that she got it. But remember, she they did say that the board would have to, the board of directors would be the final ones to review her case. Even though Monica, like, you know, Epiphany and um gave her a great review. Um, <clears throat> this is one of those times where a little, t- like, t- like, I did get excited with this. Because when, and that's how we found out about Bobby, that Bobby was doing, you know, the head nurse and she was also doing another job. So right. when Terry and them came and said that she was now head nurse, you know, it was it was tears because again you now saw and this is where folks, this is where you now see um tradition being passed down to the new generation. Without yep. it being a big to do, everything. But what I did and like keeping was it in call, the family. And keeping it in the family. And also I love the fact she called Grams. Shout out to Rachel Ames. Hope you're doing well, sweetie. Shout out. So when she said that, and then she turned, and GH, this is the scene, this is the scene that got me, is when she turned to the wall. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say whoever came up with that idea for the wall, I applause, because this is, this is those moments where you as a GH fan, when you see the pictures, it all comes back to you. So when she looked at Epiphany, I mean, look, Sonya, Eddie, we will miss you till we will miss you no matter what we will miss you. But epiphany really helped Elizabeth, right? When she looked at Steve's picture and you have to think about this, Elizabeth and Steve never shared a scene together. It was Audrey and Elizabeth. Now, cause John had passed away. Remember before yeah. Becky came on. So when she, she did, said yeah. grand, Granddad, are you, I'm new head nurse. Aren't you proud of me? And in that moment, it felt like general hospital. Because Steve and Audrey was there first, and now their granddaughter is now head nurse. She's continuing the yep. traditional, you know. And so I was like, that was really sweet of them to stay on that wall because, you know, you saw Lila and Edward, and you saw Alan, and you saw – you know, Amy, you saw, you know, you saw everybody who's who's made General Hospital, right? And so it was really nice to see that and have that moment. So I'm glad that Elizabeth is now head nurse. Now I want to see story. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to see story. I want to see the hospital more. Um, Now we can go over. So, David, I mean, how did you feel about that? 
I, I felt very happy. It was, it was a warm moment for General Hospital. One long overdue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really appreciated it. She should have had it a while back. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's good that they recognize Becky because she deserves it. 20 years, she should get it. Yeah. I was just like, oh, you got it. Okay, cool. You know, like, now I'm just like, like, okay, I want to see, you know, the story part, you know. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, Elizabeth is now head nurse of General Hospital. All righty now. All right. Right? Where do you want to go? So now now let's go over to – Trina, Spencer, Tagger, oh, want, oh, I, po- all of it, all of or it. Zordon. And yeah, Zordon. Zordon, as they call it, yep, Zeke and Jordan. So, okay, <clears throat> so let me just say this right now. Yep. Um, Riel Andrews, if you're listening. Yep, give it to him. You better he submit next year. Yeah, you, you better submit. Because when I tell you, it was, see, this is one of those things where I think collectively every General Hospital fan on social media was saying, please, GH, prove all of us wrong with this. Because I think the majority of us was like, it's good, they're going to say it's Curtis's child because they were playing that beat too hard. Mm-hmm. So when um, they did the paternity test and it was revealed that Taggart was not the father, um, I would say Tabiana as Trina. Trina did the grown-up thing and said, Curtis, you know, I'm sure in time we are going to have a relationship. But Taggart is my father. And like Taggart said, it could be worse. Because. And you could see Taggart really trying to hold it all together because that's Taggart. For, for us who watch... General Hospital, we know Tagger is not the one to fall apart and break down and cry and everything. Zoe's been no. tough, right, nonchalant, right, you know, like he's held yep. it all together. You can't hold so, it all together. Even the strongest right. person is going to break on that. Exactly. And that was the thing. It's like, okay, Curtis, let me get to Curtis real quick. Curtis, who... I felt as though, like, that little smirk of his needed to be wiped off, I'm just going to say. But, you know, Portia's, like, kind of, I read it where she's relieved, but she's still like, oh, crap, okay, I still got to fix this. So Portia and Curtis are going to work on their marriage, obviously. He's going to move back. But not before Curtis told Jordan to think about it between him and her. This is where I said, and I now said this, Curtis is now General Hospital's version of Ridge Forrester. You're not doing this, Curtis. No, 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 no. That's trash. That was trash. Because first and foremost, you have a new daughter and you have a wife. You need to focus on that. But you're telling Jordan to wait for you? Are you effing kidding me? So when Jordan said, no, this is over with, da-da-da-da, I have no time, I was like, thank you, Jordan, thank you, thank you. 
because unlike another character on another soap, um, you actually had the balls to walk away. So, you know, Jordan goes ahead. She goes to the bar, like many people will. She, you know, drinks, and she sees a nice guy, Zeke. She and next thing, who she doesn't know, and vice versa. He doesn't know her, you know, stuff like that. And next thing you know, they're bed hopping in the bed. AKA How stop. many drinks did that take, I wonder? I'm going to say it took about three. Maybe four. Depends well, on who was making something. it. Yeah, she needed something that he clearly could give it to her. So, yep. you know, they had, they had sex and everything. And yep. and whatnot. Now that's 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 chapter one. That's chapter one, chapter, right? Chapter two. Now is chapter two. Now, well, well, wait a minute. Well, chapter two was okay. Now we face some consequences because when Taggart said goodbye, to, you know what I'm saying, and then the elevator, and this is the Emmy real real. This is the Emmy real. Yep. Watching him press those buttons, trying to get out and trying to get away from the situation. And then he completely fell apart. Again, his whole world just exploded. Yeah, it did. The woman that he was with, that he loved, the child that he had raised was not even his anymore. Like, yes, he said he would definitely still be there, but you literally took away his daughter. That takes a lot to break Taggart down like that. And when he was, like, his emotions, yeah, his emotions and everything ran red. Because, again, it's like the biggest wound, like you had the Band-Aid and you just ripped it. Mm-hmm. Right off. Right off. Completely. Then you have, you know, again, C comes back to town telling, you know, Portia, I'm here and staying and stuff like that. And Portia goes to her best friend. I didn't even know they were best friends, to be honest with you, GH. I didn't know. Um, Elizabeth. So they go out and everything. So um, Portia, Portia and Jordan, you know, bump into each other. And just when Jordan is getting on the elevator, here comes Zeke. And, you know, and Jordan, Portia's kind of. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan's like, look it, and then that's when Portia says to Elizabeth, oh, this is my brother. So Jordan now realizes she slept with Portia's brother. It happens, folks. It happens. It happens. We better move on to another soap. Oh, man, we need to get to the spring of stuff real quick. Okay. Sorry. I know. Okay, real quick. Yep. Um, so we found out that, um, you know, the stuff, the evidence towards Esme that Victor gave was all false. Do you think it's false? I, I kind of do. I, I have, half of me, I half of me, half of me, I, half of me wants to believe that it's real, but half of me is like it's probably fake. But I think because Nicholas yeah, is not Nicholas. Right, because Spencer is going to keep it because I think he knows that might trick her a little bit. But what I did like, and it took a year and four months to get to it, we got Trina's point of view of that night. Because keep oh, in mind, yeah. she didn't know she was drugged. She didn't know. So the fact that, you know, we found out that Esme, you know, had took Ryan's, um, uh, not Ryan's, Kevin's medical pad to prescribe, to get the medication, 
and everything right. to drug Trina. But for Trina to say how she felt violating all that, I was like, okay, thank you. Because here's the thing. Yes, we've gotten Joss and Cam's POV regarding the sex tape. We never right. got Trina's point of view of certain things. So I was glad that GH did that. But now, Trina, yeah. I need for you and Spencer to do this one thing. Put Esme away because Esme is not innocent. And I don't know why everybody's believing her, including you, Laura. Of all people, Laura. And by the way, Laura, you need to not be mayor anymore. I love you. You know that. But I need a new mayor. Who's the, who's the, who's the lieutenant governor or mayor? Uh, who, who's, who's the side mayor Matt's when right Laura's now. not there? Matt, Okay. Uh, Max Scorpio for permanent. Max? I don't know. We'll, we'll just say it is. You don't oh. want her as mayor anymore? How many, look, here's the thing, okay? You can't keep leaving for Charles like this. She's always gone. I know. We got things going on in Port Charles. Crime rate, financial situations, hospital bills. We need, we need something more here. That's, okay, maybe we can move on to another show. Okay. We hit B and B. Yeah, we hit B and B. We hit uh, GH. I guess we can let's just let's go to Dave. Did we hit Dave? Did we do B and B? We didn't do B and B. Yeah. We've been on GH. No, we started we with GH. About, I thought we talked about Bowling the Beautiful. Oh no, we didn't. Okay. We didn't. No. Okay. So Bowling the Beautiful. See, look. So this tells you something. Um, Bowling the Beautiful. Okay. I'll I'll be the one to do it. I'm a little distressed. You're a little distressed? Why? Yeah. I think the more the more everybody says I don't trust Thomas with hope, it's like they want it to happen. And I you know it's like the the power of suggestion. They're all they're all thinking they want it to happen. And and she's thinking about it, too, if you saw today. I saw today, but I still need explanation. She's dreaming I'm about sorry. Right, but this is, like, coming out of nowhere, though. It is. And that's my problem. It, okay. That's mine, too. Let me, that's why, let me just, yeah, go ahead. That's where, yeah, that's, that's why I'm distressed. I don't understand. I don't understand the point of view at all right now. I want to, but I don't. And see, that's the thing. We need to, we need to get a, um, a, a point of view from Hope regarding why all of a sudden she's having these fantasies about a guy who, I'm going to say it, I know people don't like to hear it, but has emotionally, not physically, emotionally abused her. In the sense of, yeah. and let me and let me say it because I know people want to say, wait a minute, hold on, Candace. Okay, let me just say, clarify this. Thomas, with with Jay Matthews' version, right, has used mm-hmm. Douglas as a form of a way to get hope emotionally. Right. Okay, when Thomas kept it from her about her baby being with over there with Sassy, right? Instead of saying, right. Hey Hope, your baby is alive. You kept the charade going. 
the fact that again yep. you use Douglas, right? And then yep. you had the mannequin, okay? And then on top of that, right? You yep. you did some other things. Now the one thing that nobody knows is that you know uh, uh, Thomas drugged Liam. Nobody remembers that because they don't play that beat. But that's how come Sexy and, and Liam kind of, you know, slept together and that's a question mark about the baby. Anyway, but the thing is, is that Thomas has done a lot to hope. Not to mention called, and I know people say, well, Brooke was going to call first, but nobody should have called if Thomas wasn't threatening Douglas a little bit, okay? So I'm going to right. say Thomas pretended to be Brooke and called the FCC on himself. Okay. I need to know where is hope where's hope's mind at? Because is Thomas sort of a symbol of her always playing it safe? Because if that's the case then bold writers, I'm gonna really need to talk to you. Because hope has always see and I'm gonna say this. <clears throat> this is not a dig at any of the actors, okay? But mm-hmm. I think this is one of those cases where how can I say this? Anika Noel is very is soft. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. Please do not take my words and screw and twist it around. She's very key. Okay. But yep. I know mm-hmm. girlfriend can play hardball. Okay, we've seen oh, yeah. some Emmy real worthy episodes. With Kim Matula though, Kim's version was much stronger. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like she could she could fend for herself. Now, with that being said, the character of Hope does suffer from anxiety. Remember, Hope took anxiety pills, okay? Right. I need for the writers to address if this is some form of anxiety. I don't need this to be a mental storyline. I just need to yep. know, like, where is her POV coming from? Because for her to be fantasizing about a guy who's done so much to you, yeah. it's like question mark. Now, Liam, again, the word comment comes at me for you because now you know how it feels to feel a certain type of way. Yeah, he does. I'm with you. I'm with you up until a certain point because, again, I agree with you when you tell Hope. What does Thomas have to do to make you understand that he's not a good person? I agree with you, okay? And not for nothing, Hope, you could have, and I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to go straight to Safi. Because Safi, yep. I thought, we, we, I thought we, we ended this when you got with Finn. I love Safi Forsyth. Let me clarify this. But in this situation, you're an instigator. Because, okay, yes, yes. you go ahead and tell Liam, well, I know what I saw. I saw Hope and Thomas holding hands. Okay, I see people holding hands all the time. But I get what you're trying to do. You're trying, because you know how Liam feels about Thomas, you're like, okay, this might be some interesting stuff. When you told Hope, the choice of having Thomas back to save your company, to save Hope for the future versus losing Hope for the future, what do you think Hope was going to say, Steffi? Like, in all honesty, you put her up against the wall with that one. So, yeah, her and Thomas do have to work together. And, yes, Hope did set some boundaries. 
And yes, Douglas kind of read into it a little bit. All right. Now, again, Steffi, you're saying to Liam, well, I don't know. Maybe, you know, da da da. <laughs> Steffi, worry about your husband and your kids. I understand you want to stir the pot because you feel as though this is sort of something like this is making you feel a certain type of way. But as a CEO of a company, you know you're dead wrong with all of that. You're too rich. You know you're dead wrong with this because this is not healthy. Thomas, if I was you, to to prove that you are different than what everybody's saying, I would not be working at Forrester. I'm sorry. I understand you're trying to prove that you, you know, you learn, you grow and stuff, but you can show it outside of Forrester. Because here's the thing, they're all, they all are going to blame you for something. You are the scapegoat when yep. it comes down to stuff. Like, okay, when, when they said that they're going to go to, to Italy, okay, check this out. <laughs> Somebody could be staying behind while the other person goes. But Stephanie's like, no, both of y'all have to go. Like, and hoping, you know, like, that's my thing. Now, I did see, obviously, we saw the promo and everything, beautiful, gorgeous, that. Here's right. my thing. All right, you got Stephanie looking at Hope and Thomas again. And I'm going to say this. I have a feeling that Thomas is going to get set up or Thomas is going to do something. Hope is going to do something, but it's going to be twisted around from Stephanie or Thomas. I'm sorry, I do not trust this. I know people want Hope and Thomas together, but for me, hindsight, I get it, I understand it, but I'm just like, is this going to do any favors? Because, you, like I said, Stephanie, you can put your two cents in, but walk on out because you have to worry about your marriage. Hope and Liam and Thomas have to deal with this. Hope has to deal with this herself because this is, like, really weird. So that's all I got. What do you got, David? Uh, that's uh, about all I got on that, too. Um, it seems that's what they're focusing on right now. Mm-hmm. And it, I, hope it, I hope it's resolved. I hope – do you see it coming to the point where it's going to happen in Rome? Yeah, I, I, I have see, a hunch I can see too. Hope, I can see Hope. I can see Hope kissing Thomas, and that's what Stephanie's going to see. Yep. But see, half of me, half of me feels as though like, and I was talking to one of my friends about this. Half of me is hoping that Thomas pulls back and acts Hope. What I even hope doing? so. But I hope see, so too. Here, but this is how I said twisted, because I can see. Okay, Hope kissed Thomas. Steffi, take, watch, if I swear up and down, if this comes true, I need to really write for the show. Steffi takes a picture or she reports back. But what she does is she doesn't stick around to see that Without. Hope pull back and say, I don't know why I did that, or Thomas saying, you know, or, or having Thomas pull back and saying, what are you doing? And I have a funny feeling that somebody's not going to tell the truth when the truth you know, comes out like I can see if Liam says, hindsight, we're going fast forward with this, okay, you guys. Work with us. Hope says, you know, Hope 
tells, um, because, again, Liam is going to say, I heard in, Ro- in Rome you kissed Thomas and da-da-da-da-da. And then Hope says, it wasn't like that. I, I kissed, but then I pulled back. Didn't I, Thomas? And if Thomas says, you didn't pull back until I told you to stop. But, see, the way, see, it's going to be, it's go- I'm telling you right now, folks, I'm going to watch this. But I have a feeling that somebody is going to switch something or I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, now, I hope it just gets flip, better. Yeah. Now, on the flip side of things, let's talk about the end of the friendship of Brailler. Oh, geez. <laughs> you know what I say? Uh, I turned mm-hmm. into two feral cats. That's what my first impression. All of a sudden, here's this, here's this um, nice friendship. I was, I was getting into it. And then all of a sudden, something doesn't sneak right because Brooke hasn't been altogether up front with how she feels with Thomas. And that turns Taylor off a little. And then mm-hmm. so she wants to set him up with Deacon. And... Mm-hmm. It makes me think, now, it makes me think that Taylor wasn't into it in the first place. But there's that other side where, where um, with Ridge, Brooke came down in her negligee and Red, Ridge was there. Now, I don't know. That can be talked about two ways. But I see it more, I see this more on Taylor being more catty than Brooke. And that alarms me, if that's the okay. case. So I know both. I'm going to do, I'm going to yeah. do this because I have a problem with both women with this. But more I so, yeah, too. I do with Taylor. I do with Taylor. It actually is with more Taylor because I'm going to go back to the wedding that never happened. Hmm. The fact that Taylor still was going to try to get Ridge to marry her when the truth came out about Brooke, that disturbed me. Brooke That's in her yeah, Brooke and oh, her teddy oh, and all that stuff. To me, it's like, oh, I didn't know you were here. Okay. And I like the fact that Hope called her out. Now, when it came down to this friendship, like I said, that scene when they was telling Ridge, we choose ourselves. Like I said, from yeah. that moment, from that scene on up, my main concern was Taylor. Because the thing is, Brooke has been without Ridge and has done fairly well. Mm-hmm. But Taylor is the one that I feel as though needs the, the hand-holding and the push, push away yep. from Ridge. Because I'm going to go back to something. For Taylor to say, now y'all got to really remember when Taylor came back with Krista Allen version. Yep. The reason that yep. she wasn't there for Stephanie and Thomas and all that stuff was because she felt as though she couldn't, she couldn't see, she couldn't stand the sight of Brooke and Ridge. No, 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 and no, we're not doing that. With Taylor and her trying to set Brooke up with Deacon and the waiter guy, that was a distraction so she can get back with Ridge. Are you effing kidding me, Taylor? Yep. We're doing this? Like, uh-uh. 
You wanted the diversion so you could have rich all to yourself. That does not look good for you. That's actually making you look desperate. I need the writers to do this. Because, again, when they had that little cat fight and then when Taylor said that Logan blood in her, talking about hope, and I'm about to say, oh, that's and right. Taylor, and Taylor, you had more Logan blood in you than any because you had the father, you had Rick, okay? So please don't do that. Now, I wish Brooke would have said something to but, you know, hey, it is what it is. To me, I'm like, this friendship, obviously, it was going to be wicky. It was going to be weird because it was something we weren't used to. I do credit the writers for giving me at least five months. Like, not five months, four months. But we all knew that the one thing that they would probably fight over would be Thomas. And rightfully mm-hmm. so, because, again, Taylor, you want to say that the friendship depends on how Brooke handles Thomas. What's the mess? Thomas has done damage to Brooke. So, yeah, sorry, Brooke has the right not to give your child. I'm sorry. Let's just be the opposite. If Rick, if we had Rick or RJ do that to you, Taylor, how would you feel about that? You wouldn't like it. So, yeah, Brooke has the right to not feel that way. Two, okay, Ridge, you need to stop. You need to stop, too, because you instigate like nobody, like you know, it's that oh, Rick yeah. knows exactly the fact that both of these women want him. But yep. again, I love the He's line. Playing it. Right. But I love the line about destiny. Because Lord, if I, look, yes, Brooke and Bridge are destiny, whatever you want to say. But I like how they said, what is destiny? Is destiny something that the writers feel as though because you got to put the two characters at the end of the book? I'm like, thank you, whoever wrote that. Thank you. Because, again, we don't know, look, yes, we know who might be endgame with certain soaps. But in this situation, I need for Taylor to stop being so delusional because it's really hurting me. It's, and when I tell you it's hurting me, I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, girl, you're missing so many opportunities because you're thirst for rich, and rich does not want you. Like, I feel like sometimes I'll be talking to the TV, and I'll be like, Taylor, girl, even your own children can recognize something's up. So I don't want to tell you, Taylor, I hope you find somebody decent for you. I hope so. Writer, can we, can we get on that? Let's do it. Let's get on that. You have some time. <laughs> yeah. But I will say this. Uh, Kristen Allen and Catherine Calhoun, y'all delivered, and fans understand that it's just a show. That's all I got to say. It's just a show. Oh, it's I know what show. you're saying. Yep. Is that, That's about you it. were talking about that you were talking about that mess online. Well well it's not even that. It's just mm-hmm. again, you know well, I mean I saw I saw what was said and and, and okay, I'm gonna do my public service announcement real quick because I haven't done one yet. Right. Um, Go ahead. everybody is listening to Take Two Radio. Okay. First and foremost, we have four soaps left on air. And yes, I'm counting days on air because it's still on air. We have to understand that these actors are playing fictional characters for our entertainment. You may not like them, and that's fine. Hey, there's some characters on these shows that I can't stand, but I respect the actors. Now, if the actors have done something to me or, or whatnot, 
totally different story, which some have. Right. But I'm not going to say that such and such can't act or they are old hags and stuff. I'm not doing that because that's disrespectful. So please mm-hmm. understand that Catherine Kelly Lane is not Brooke Logan in real life. She's Catherine Kelly Lane. She's a, right. uh, a a goddess. She's uh, she knows how to make bags and stuff like that. She's you know she rides a bike. Krista Allen is funny as I don't know what. Who's still like you know you guys probably heard that she had strep throat during those those scenes. So your father yeah. was wondering. Yeah. Cause she's funny as I don't know what. She is the joy. She is one. She's she's the light to a room that's full of darkness. And I hope, and Chris, if you heard that, that's the truth. Just like with, with Anika and Jackie, they're not hoping Stassi. And Scott they're Clifton will person. definitely tell you. Yeah, and Scott Clifton will definitely tell you when you ask him. He is no Liam Spencer because Liam is a douchebag. So, <laughs> what we're trying to say yeah. is, is that, right, it's, it's again, yeah. actors versus characters. Characters are yeah. not the actors. The actors just play these characters. And that was your PSA from us at Take Three Radio. That's your okay. PSA. Yep. So we hit one. All right. Hey, the, the, the show that may get my best of the year. They well, may get my best know my of take? the year. Yeah. You want to know my take? Yeah, go ahead. I think, I think Sharon and Lyndon and Ray Lynn are carrying YNR. Momentarily. Oh, oh, you're missing somebody. You're missing somebody. You're missing Joshua Morrow. Oh, Jesus. Let me explain. Let me, let me say. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. And this is before the writer strike, so people don't get it twisted what I'm about to say here. Young and the Rockless, half of last year and going forward, they understood the assignment of we are 50 now. We're not 49. We're not 48. We're 50. This is a freaking milestone. Josh Griffin had to come through because the last time he did a 50th uh, year on a daytime soap, it wasn't that great. Check out Days of Our Lives, no. 50th. Thank you. With that this one, and, right, and General Hospital, please pay attention to what I'm about to say. Younger than Russell, Josh Griffin has said earlier this year that during the 50th year, which is this year going into next, there's going to be familiar mm-hmm. faces from the Younger than Russell's history that's going to come back to provide story for the current. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen. Which is a good idea. Which is a good idea. And we've seen characters from the past. We saw Leanna Love. We saw Aunt May May. Oh, yeah. We saw, we saw a lot of people so far this year. We saw Malcolm recently and stuff like that. When you told me that Cameron was coming back, first and foremost, you called me crazy. But I was like, years, I never thought. That? It's been 20 years. Almost 20. Well, well, 20 years. When, okay, since he first came on or since he's been on? For the first, for the first, his... first time he came on, yeah, the last time we saw him was 20-something, yeah. So, I want to, so this, is, this is where you have, this is, this, is, this, is, this is where you understand what's happening. They're honoring their history. Yeah, okay. They are. 
And the thing is, is that this particular person, Cameron was not he your brought, normal villain. No, nope, he, he brought it to the table. He, he brought it to the point where you got scared watching it. You feared for Sharon Case's real-life safety, okay? This is when so – now, think about this. This is 20 years ago, okay? Literally, like 20 – like around 18 and 19, but I'm going to say 20 years, okay? So there's a difference here. Cameron on Young and Russell beat the crap out of Sharon. I mean, when I say beat, I mean yeah. pushed up against the wall, threw her on the bed, slapped her, backhanded her, blood coming out here, black eyes, stuff like that. He tried, I mean, literally abused, he abused the mess out of her. He okay? did. And they don't show that these days. For and some, they don't, and I, I understand, think... and I get it. I totally understand it. But for newer viewers, and I constantly say this, for newer viewers, for some of you guys who are, who are listening to our show and have been watching Young and the Russell's for, I'm going to say like maybe 15 years or 10 years or something like that, you do not understand how soaps were back then. And that's why I said it's – And we need to do a show. We need, we need to get with Pam to talk about how the genre has really changed in the last 20 years. I'm not going to say 30. I'm going to say the last 20 years because Young and Russ has proved something and actually proved the point here is that, yeah, these characters, you know, one of the things about these soaps, and to be honest with you, mostly Dave's bold, and, you know, and I mean all of them, is we, we've grown with these characters. We have seen these characters go through the ups and the many, many downs, okay, and Sharon mm-hmm. is one of those characters. So when they did the best thing for new viewers, but also a great thing for us older viewers, we saw flashbacks because a lot of you guys don't know who Cameron was. You haven't even no, heard about Pam. Cameron. Right. Yeah, I know but, Pam. Pam was one of them. Pam, yeah, Pam that, didn't remember him. Yeah, and that's fine because, again, we have not heard about this character in almost 20-something years, like in 20 years. We've heard about Sheila. We've heard about Patty Cakes. We've heard about, yep. you know, certain things. But we have not heard about Cameron. So the fact that, you know, they showed us, and when I say they showed you guys, they showed us the flashbacks with the music cues and everything else like that. It was like, yes, this is what you need to understand this character's mindset. The fact that they got Nick, okay, because Nick played a really part in this, right, and so did Victor, so did – a lot of people played in this Cameron storyline back in the day. So you have this – Michael, you have this situation of the character who is now out of jail, okay, and he is back with a vengeance. Clearly, he's back with a vengeance. He is trying to get back at Sharon. Okay? And it's just, it's, oh my God. This is, this is William J. Bell. This, this is, is William, William J. J. Bell. This is William J. Bell. And yes, I know some of you guys are like, Candace, you're giving Josh Griffin too much credit here. But this is for right no. now, this is Young and Arasas to me. This is Young and Arasas to me. Where you have Sharon and Nick involved in a storyline together regarding their child. 
Mm-hmm. Not only that, but you got Victor and Nikki. And see, when's the last time you've had all of this? Because here's the thing. Sharon and Nick are the equivalent of Victor and Nikki for the next generation. Sorry, folks. Listen to it. Understand it. So when Victor even said, I'm not going to let nothing happen to you. For some of you guys don't understand, Victor has always loved Sharon. Nikki, not so much, but she 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 respects her. But this is the gateway, right? But this is the gateway to also the whole Nick, um, Sally, and Adam. Because when Sally needed Nick, Nick was over there with Sharon. So yes, she's going to start relying heavily on Adam. Um, then of course you have Faith, and for those who are saying this. I'm going to bust your bubble. There's no way in hell that Cameron is the father of faith. That would have been too far. Okay? No, no we're not doing that. And if Josh does that, I'm catching a plane out to California myself and would burn that script up. Oh, do not okay? do that. Right. But I'm just saying, unlike another soap, Jenna Russell ain't going to do that. Now, like I said, I I think we all saw the previews and we all know what's happening here. Uh, the way that Cameron was touching Faith, I was like, oh, hell you know. I'm worried about that girl. Um, but like you I have said, a right to be. That, yeah, because knowing how Cameron was, it's like, oh, shoot. And the fact that Sharon is having a breakdown and y'all know she's bipolar. Yeah. This I'm t- I'm telling you this see this is and see this is Sharon Case's next Emmy nod. God bless her. Then you got Cameron pretending to be beat like Nick was beat and gonna frame the oh, this again, like I said, oh my this God. is good. This is soap, it folks. Is. This, this is, is soap. good. Right. This is good. Now, Let's hit Dave. We got Dave. Okay, what Okay, or did you yeah. want to hit Phyllis real quick? Eight forty two. No, hit Phyllis. Okay. Okay, real quick. I still say <laughs> Diane got a plan because now, okay, Jack told her she can she works at Javel, right? So right. that's the end for her. Yes, all the charges against Diane has been dropped because Phyllis is alive, in case y'all didn't know. Okay. So Kyle, who seems to be smart all of a sudden, he follows Summer and finds out that, you know, Summer knew that Phyllis was alive this whole time. However, Kyle, uh-uh-uh, we're not doing this because you have to understand Summer's point of view. Summer, however, you have to understand Kyle's point of view. It's like, basically, y'all did the thing that y'all said y'all wasn't going to do. Y'all got involved between right. y'all mother's drama. Okay. Maybe now, they shouldn't. like I said, right, they should, but you can't help it, Okay. So Diane's yep. working at Jabot. She's going to get married. Meanwhile, Tucker and Ashley are going to get married, apparently. Um, and that means that Tucker's going to have an end, too, at Jabot. Like I said, Ashley and Jack, y'all both are stupid. Jack, you should have been listening to me. I've been trying to tell you Diane has a plan because I'm sorry. I want to stick to what I said for almost you know, a couple of months now. Diane and Tucker are working together secretly. I don't think mm. a lot um, – I don't think Jeremy is dead. I think the EMT knows something more to the story. And that's all I got to really? say about it. I yeah. like that. I like that. 
I'm going to stay tuned for that. Because think about it. The EMT, like, was like, I mean, come on now. Come on now. Come on now. We watched soaps too long. Like, something is going to go down, and when it does, I want my money, Josh, because I got it. So we got that going on. Um, What else is happening? Um, Oh, yeah, real quick. Victor found out about, okay, Nate and, Nate and Aurora, who is, like, my favorite character. I love her. They are working oh, to take yeah. over, yeah, to take over Newman. Victoria right. and Nate still sleeping together. Everybody is warning Victoria, like, um, you should be, like, carefully watching what's going on here. And in today's episode, um, Nate and Audra is like, toes to Newman. <laughs> Who's looking at them? Victor. Victor. Y'all screwed. They are. Sorry, guys. Y'all screwed. So, all right, let's go over today. Okay. We don't have much time, but we can go into it. Um, okay. Anthony made a good thing because I was keeping him abreast and days. He mm-hmm. is about Sloan swabbing herself. I am oh, not boy. into this because... Because in real life, you would know that that was a female on the, in the test. So if they keep it that it's TJ's baby, I'm, I didn't see that. I hope that comes up soon. People would be mad at me for what I'm about to say. I actually hope it is really EJ's baby. You do hope I it really is? I really do. I hope so, yeah. Yeah, because okay. that's what I said. More drama yeah. from it. Well, it's not only that, but okay. To quote one of my friends, we're kind of over the end game couple decisions. Yes, we know that that Nicole and Eric has been on and off for t- over 20 years. We know that. Um, but we also know that EJ and, and Nicole have been a thing, a popular pairing for over almost 20 years and lost two kids. Mm-hmm. Here's the situation of the situation. And yes, I'm bringing up Jada because yep. that is a to- that's a topic that a lot of fans, including myself, are questioning. Okay, so was this the point of you having Jada, you know, like writer, like writers-wise, is this why Jada could not have Eric's first child, okay? And I know some of you guys are saying, no, 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 we're not doing that because it was her choice, da 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 And you're right. It was her choice, her body, her choice. It was her choice. However, even though when she had all those doubts, remember, Nicole did talk to her. Did Nicole make her do it? No. But then Nicole has to say, but right, but then Nicole has to say, it's going to be hard. Did she have to do all that, you know, plant that little voice of doubt in her head? No, she did not. She laid laid the bed for her. Right. Like, she she literally smoothed the bed over after Jada kind of made it, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So now we got Nicole saying to EJ and Eric, well, well, you guys need to stop, but we all need to come together and everything like that. Now, keep in mind, folks, because I know some people's like, well, wait a minute, hold on, Nicole can have a baby now. 
Nicole could always have a baby. The problem was is that she couldn't carry it full term because of the scar tissue within her uterus. The more you know. So that's the reason why she could not carry, you know, she was afraid. Okay. Now, it would be too easy for this baby to be Eric's child. Because Eric and Nicole deserve the child. It would be. But for me, like I said, okay, when they had Salome pull a Sammy Brady, and I call it a Sammy Brady, I'm now corn phrasing it. I'm corn phrasing it. Because I'm like this, all right, the chances of EJ, of Eric being the father of that baby is probably 110 considering all the things. But I'm like, EJ deserves to be a father too. So I'm like, here we go, mm-hmm. Dave. Here we go again with this whole which fandom is going to get what they want. So I kept saying, unless you show me that Salone did not take the test, you know, didn't take the sample or anything, I said, I need to see what right. Salone did. I thought maybe she, like, ran it under some water. But the fact that she swabbed herself, I was like, see, now that's villain 101. That's a villain 101. Like, okay. Yep. And because, why again, she, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I hope they show. You think they're going to show that, that, that the test proved that that was a female swab or I would love to see how they will explain that because, yeah, you're right. They do showcase the DNA sample if it comes from a man or woman. You're right. But I'm going to say because it's days of our lives, they're probably Mm. not unless there's more to the story. So they'll bring it up when they think they have to. Right. But for right now, Nicole and EJ are having a baby. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it right now. Yep. So. Fine with that. So we got that going on. You got then that going have, on. Then we have, um, let's see. Um, let's see. Oh, Chad, Chad is remembering Abigail because yesterday was the yep. anniversary oh. of Abigail's death. And he broke my heart again, Candace. Well, I mean. He was getting it. I mean, I was choking up. And I watched it. Oh, I watched it this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. I was choking I'm, up. I, I choked up, time. too. Because, well, okay, I'm confused, Dave, because it does seem like, all right, you have him already in a relationship with Stephanie, quote, unquote. Yeah. But to me, I feel as though something was out of place because, again, I get that he's dating, but he still has his wedding ring on. I get that he now feels as though it's now time to let her go. I feel as though this is yeah. backwards. I feel as though you should have had him do this after he, you know, was sort of thinking about being more intimate and committed to Stephanie instead of the vice versa. But I'll take what I can, and I still don't think Abby is yeah. dead, but that's another story for another day. That's, that's another story. We right. could write that ourselves. I could totally write a whole episode where Jack and Jennifer would actually have been there too today, but that's just me. Um, yep, let's is. see. What else happened? Um, what else oh, we got? Oh. Um, the Mirror Sisters, I love them. Oh, I, yeah. I'm going to say this. I don't it's trust fun. Megan. I don't trust Kristen, and that's fine with me. That's fine with me. I'm fine with that. I know. But Seth on and I, Gabby, y'all, 
ooh, y'all trusting too many. You trusting smart. And I think this is going to be the setup to whatever happens to Gabby. Oh, that she's going to get and kidnapped. I, I I think she's going to probably kidnap or chase out a tail. I don't think she's going to die, like some people think. I think something's going because I I don't know. Did I not, I do not see know. Blake? Did I not see Blake Barris in one of those? I um, think you online saw, with her. Or what? I think so, I thought, but I'm not too sure. They're hinting that it might be Nick might have something to do with that. They're oh. hinting with that. But I I can't remember what I actually said, so I'm only going I'm only going what I see because I saw her and Blake and I'm surprised they're showing this. But if it's coming down to the point where it's her, this is her exit storyline in the midst. I don't know now. I have to find right. it, and I'll I'll show it to you if I find it. If you find it first, show it to me. Okay. But uh, no, I mean th- that's the thing is that you know there's so much going on because you got now Megan wants Kristen to marry Dimitri. Which is like okay. Um, but you got Tony on Gwen right now, right? Who's fixated on Gwen? Then you got Leo also kind of looking at Dimitri too. So I'm like, okay, let's go there. Um, mm-hmm. And then you got I don't even want to talk about this, but I'm going to really throw it in real quick. Talia and Jade and Jade Jade's telling Talia like it could be emotional, physical abuse because there's more than abuse than meets the eye. So I don't know if yeah. that is a, a leeway to something that happened in the past, but I really don't care about Colin. I'm sorry, y'all. I really don't. Um, let me see. What else? What else is going on? Um, oh, yeah. Bon- Bonnie found out that Sarah's pregnant yep. and is with Xander's baby. Bonnie can't keep her mouth shut. Sarah's so like, please don't Justin. tell nobody. Yeah, she hired Justin, which I'm like, Okay, look, I, 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 I don't need for this to be Xander's baby. I'm sorry, y'all. I really don't because I, I don't know why everybody got to have a baby. Uh, I don't know. It seems like it's the thing to do. I don't, don't you think? Well, here's the thing. Well, let's the not easy think way that. out. Yeah, and see, that's the problem. It's the easy way out. Everybody got to have a baby. Easy way out. Easy way out. Um, but speaking of uh, kind of a easy way out, <laughs> so wait, real quick before we yeah. go, um, the Paulina Nurse Whitney AIDS storyline. Oh, Let me just say this: this is comedy at its best. We got not only okay. So check this out. Here's how real quick: Days of Our Lives, Ron Carvati and crew. Y'all had the plan to save the uh uh um oh shoot. The Mirror Enterprises. Like I said, if anybody saw that cover, some of you guys probably didn't get the inside joke. They were making fun of the plan to save Days of Our Lives on those So Proper Digest covers. You know you've seen them a few times, right? Okay. Then you have the ultimate. (laughs) 
we saw pictures of Jackie, Jack K. Harry, and Kim Coles, and we kept saying, why do they favor each other? Is Paulina going to have a twin sister or what? So the fact yeah. that the, the nurse is named Nurse Whitney, Whitley, and she looks like Paulina, was a, another little yeah. dig at Soap Harbor Digest, because many moons ago, a couple, like almost a year ago now, they had a picture of the comedian Kim Whitney, and underneath they said that that was Jack K. Harry, okay? Keep that in mind. Oh. So we got Nurse Whitney. Yeah, so we got Nurse Whitney who was a who loves cats, but she can't have cats because she's allergic to cats. So she has two right. animals, cats. Right. Y'all get that? Okay. Her favorite soap opera is the hit show Body and Soul. Body and Soul has been on, on network for a long time, and now she stopped watching it because it's now on streaming service. Oh, jeez. Sounds familiar, that doesn't it? That was cute. That's uh-huh. cute. And not only that, but Abe has amnesia. Oh, my God. So he's wondering why does Nurse Whitney, who's his wife, they have so many unpaid bills. And that's because she can't pay her phone bill because she's broke. Real life, people, real life. And so they're watching Body and Soul, and then um, Nurse Whitney tells Abe that he used to have a store, the Marshall's Ice Cream Store. Really, dude? Really, really. So, for yeah, for those who don't get the joke, James Reynolds was on um, a soap opera many years ago called Generations, where he was part of the Marshall family, and the Marshalls actually had ice cream. And also, if you listen to Forever in the Day, we pay homage to that with the Marshall family. (laughs) So, so Abe is like, he's like, I can't believe I watched this show. Do I really like this show? And Nurse Whitney say, Honey, we have so many tapes and DVDs of our favorite soap opera. So, yeah, it's getting good on Body and Soul. Mm-mm. Yep. Check it mm-hmm. out. Because mm-hmm. Sean Mann is with, is with Demiria. And Demiria just found out that she lied about her husband. Demiria is played by Mary Beth <laughs> Evans, and Shemaine is played by Deidre Hall. And another dig, too, is Body and Soul that they're watching was set in 2008. It looks more like 1988, doesn't it? That's a dig for all of us who saying stuff about Yes, it, it was a dig of all of us who kept saying days of our lives because they taped so far in advance that sometimes you can yeah. tell what month they're taping in because everybody's wearing long sleeves when it's supposed to be summer. Right. So, oh, but we that's got it. a minute. We got a minute. So I want to okay. thank I want to thank you, Candace, and I want to and I want to thank Anthony. Um, I wish he could make it back on, but I'm I'm sorry. And I hope you all had a good time listening to us. And we'll be back in uh, on the 26th. Yep. Hang it. Bye Hang guys. in there, guys. Bye. Here we go. Get connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take-TwoRadio.com. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.